Welcome to Drunk Valorant, episode number 69. Nice. Nice. Oh, man, I forgot that that, that that's the one that, that it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why do you think I wanted to be here so bad for this podcast? I oh, yeah, like, you, did, you did mention I, that. Yeah, yeah, I just slipped out of my mind. This is the most important part. episode that we've ever released. Yes. Yeah, I'm trying really hard to come up with, like, a good, you know, thing associated with the number to, like, kick this off with. But I can't. And we always tell you you don't have to do that, so, like, you know, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, you know yeah. what? There's probably just nothing, nothing associated, associated with. See, I thought you were just going to start off with like, "Welcome to Drunk Valor in episode 70. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just skip that shit altogether. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I forget if we mentioned this on the podcast that we considered skipping to episode 69 for when we were in person together, but uh, we ended well, up Hunter deciding considered. to. Mm-hmm. I was winning Cass over, but Chase was like. <laughs> No, I mean I liked I liked the idea of having yeah. episode sixty nine be something special instead of this lame shit that we're about to do. But yeah, <laughs> I deliberately sabotaged this episode because I was salty about uh, mm-hmm. not getting my way. No, I, I was delighted to have episode sixty four in person with you guys and didn't care about what the number it was. But oh, now man, now we get the number sixty four. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I remember back in episode 23 when we did the thing, and then... Episode, I mean, you know, it's only one episode that we, that we were in person together. <laughs> yeah. It's I easy know, to remember that one. Oh, alrighty. What are you boys drinking? Cock. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just thought it was apt, you know? I thought, yeah. thought it was... Very fitting, indeed. Yeah. Well, I am. I, I just. I wonder how much you're gonna like. You, you'd probably have to go back for more. Pretty fair off, like fairly often, you know. I thought I'd try out a bunch of different varieties during the podcast. I was say, so. wait, what do you got? Like a like a train of guys standing outside your place right now. <laughs> just like, yeah. oh, I'm a bit thirsty. Send the next guy in. <laughs> yep. Well, while well, 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 Chase has got that going on. <laughs> <laughs> I have a uh, Queen Jellyfish Double IPA from uh, Nepenthe. As always, they do not disappoint with their cans. This one looks kind of more like a scorpion than a jellyfish. So I'm not really sure. It kind of looks like under the water, but yeah, it kind of does look like a like a sea scorpion. Yeah, I guess this is a pretty wild scorpion jellyfish. Uh, it's sort of the super version of their space jellyfish, which is sort of their bread and butter IPA. Um, this one is hopped and double dry hopped with Galaxy, Motika, and Simcoe. Uh, it has uh, it is redolent of pineapple and bubblegum with a smooth finish that hides its strength, then a subtle hint of bitterness as it clears your palate. I refuse to believe that redolent is a word. <laughs> and that's what they're claiming. Let me let me see if they are uh, pulling our tails here. I'm yeah, it probably is, but like it is. Yeah, whether you using it correctly. Is it like well. reminiscent of, or is it like uh, it is, alludes to? Yeah, strongly reminiscent or suggestive of is the definition. Oh, right. Well, yeah. There we go. There you go, Chase. So yeah, this is a really good uh, IPA. Uh, I like it even better than Space Jellyfish. It's it's adequately named as the queen of them. I think the Galaxy comes out more. It's very like smooth. The citrus is nice. It's a uh... yeah. I wish I could, I wish I could say what. I can't quite find the right words for the flavor that makes it tasty versus other citrusy IPAs that I like. Um, you guys, I just got to taste it for yourself, I guess, next time I'm coming up to you guys with beer or you're coming down here. It, it's tasty. Yeah. Nice. Nice. 
Yeah. Um, so when I, when I'm taking a break from you know the other drinks that I'm having, um, I thought I'd uh, I'd get down with a little bit of a Fieldhouse beer. Um, now Cass has probably had every fucking Fieldhouse beer there is on the market on the podcast already, so I doubt that I'm being <laughs> original here. Um, <clears throat> but I'm I'm having a, a Citra Sabro Simcoe Triple IPA. Which I vaguely remember Cass having, and I, I don't remember if it was yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, I vaguely but remember that was. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really fucking good. Uh, it's very floral. Not as bitter as I expected a triple IPA to be. Um, which I like, because a triple IPA is kind of just going to be, like, too much for me. Mm-hmm. Usually. So, uh, yeah, it's it's very good. But, you know, nothing new under the sun, mm-hmm. as they say. Yeah. So they do. Or under the cast, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm also drinking a field house. <laughs> yeah, I, t- I turned my can around when you said it. I was like, did he pick the same one? No, he didn't. Um, I've had this one on pod before, but it's a Spectrum Cryo Hazy IPA. Um, did we yeah, make yeah. the joke that that is two skin lines in Valorant or... I don't, I don't know, know if we did. did. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't think we did. Well, double the skin lines, double the fun. Wow. Yeah. Wow, because double the IPA. It's uh, actually a leak. Uh, the next skin line is going to be called Hazy IPA. Oh, <laughs> I see. holy heck! Yeah, so it went, it went Spectrum first, and then it went Cryostasis, and now it's the Hazy IPA. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> no way. Yeah, no, I, I've definitely had this on podcast before because we're talking about like the opening line for the description is a uh, a modern IPA if there ever was one. Um, oh yeah, you've definitely had that. Yeah. How did we not make that joke before? I don't know. Does but, it have like, a cool finisher? Um, let's see. Uh, there's a touch of talus for a big tropical citrus punch of finisher. <laughs> finisher. Yeah. Is that two finishers at once? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty wild. Um, yeah, I don't know which episode it was on, but it's good. You can hear a more extended description in some earlier episode. Um, yeah, yeah, if you, if you want to know more, just, you know, Google it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go support us by go listening by, to our uh, back catalog. Buy, uh, buy a beer that I haven't had on pod before, but then... I realized I actually have enough stuff lying around the house that I didn't actually need to go to the liquor store today. Just remembered that uh, I got part of a bottle of Jameson left from St. Paddy's, got about half a bottle of Bailey's left from St. Paddy's, and then I've got a beer that somebody handed me on St. Paddy's along with this one. So I was like, oh, actually, going to the liquor store seems seems a bit unnecessary. So here we are, having a beer that we've had on pod before. Oh, good. Ain't nothing wrong with mm-hmm. that, especially if it's a good beer. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Cass is the most reluctant to to redo something that. Has yeah, me and Chase previously. have come to accept it. We've come to terms. Yeah, with I mean, I I don't prefer it. I'd like to have something new, but you know, there are plenty of times where I'm just drinking like whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I haven't had Jameson on podcast before, so. Yeah, so that's Probably a whiskey. Enough. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, Hunter kind of told you about this before, and I, I brought this up kind of briefly um, earlier today and then said that I didn't want to get into it because I figured it'd be something that was good to talk about. Yep. But uh, basically, I've come to the conclusion 
that I don't mind playing Cypher when the rest of my team is competent. So when the rest of my team is not competent, that I find it incredibly fucking frustrating. Yeah, you don't you don't really get the did my job aspect of going in and, and like taking space and being like, well, you know, did my job. Well, it's not even about that. It's just like, as as Jet, it's like, okay, like, we, we need to get going. Something needs to happen. I can go make that happen. Yeah. Right? And it's like, okay, like, if I go into site and I get two picks on entry, like, that can change the tide of the round and we could get, and we could win this. But on Cypher, I'm very reliant on somebody else doing that. Yeah, I mean, I would say that that's most characters that aren't duelists. Uh, I mean, certain initiators, I mm. guess you could you can go in and you know if if you if you need to do that, then you can make a play happen. Yeah. Hard to make a play happen on a controller or a sentinel. Yeah. Um. And yeah, there's all well, like, well, yeah, but if I try to entry now, all our flank watch is gone. Right? So, like, if no one's pushing in, it's like, yeah, I can, as Cypher, I can drop my cages similarly to a jet dropping smokes. And I can't dash in to, like, break crosshairs or crossfires or anything, but, like, I can still drop the smokes and move on out to site if necessary. But if I die on entry, now, now the trips are gone. Like, yeah, it, it, yeah it, it's just really, really frustrating when... Like, I'm not in a position to be able to make that play if it comes down to it, when the rest of the team isn't isn't very competent. I mean, isn't that yeah. kind of one of the big reasons why we put you on there, which is you know, <laughs> what we've kind of been saying the whole time, is that, like, yes, you are a playmaker, but on this character, you have to sit back and let the rest of your team make the play and do what you got to do outside of that. So, I mean, I feel like that's a part of the gig. I understand how that's very frustrating. Um, yeah. Specifically when, like, I can see what's going wrong with my team when I'm playing, like, Brim or something, and I can't take the space or, like, entry for them. I don't have the utility for that other than, like, dropping three smokes for myself and smoking my way onto site, which mm -hmm. fucks over the rest of my team anyway. <laughs> so, like, uh... <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, sim similarly, not, not quite as bad as Cypher, but... Um, I understand when you're like, okay, well, we need somebody to go in here. It can't be me, but somebody needs to fucking go in. Mm -hmm. And yeah. It's, yeah, it's infuriating. Yeah, so when Cass, when Cass told me that, I had some thoughts that were, you know, leaping to the tip of my tongue. But I wanted to save them for you guys here on the podcast, so feel special for that. Um, <laughs> my first reaction was that I totally, uh, somewhat rarely, completely empathize with Cass and exactly feel like i'm in the same boat that you know i have come to that point with uh playing uh agents apart from being locked into sova just when i'm picking whatever agent i can that uh i've lost patience with solo queuing and playing a uh you know playing support agents just because you know just waiting there seeing if my team does the right thing or not and just not being able to swing it's tough and like, I just enjoy part of it is, is not just that, but also just, I enjoy being in the thick of it. I enjoy being the one, you know, flicking my mouse around crazily as I'm, uh, in sight, like clearing angles, getting that adrenaline, uh, rush of, you know, someone shooting at you from an angle you didn't quite clear, then flicking and getting the kill, you know, like the whole duelist thing is, is what I enjoy most. So, um, 
yeah, I, for that reason, have really moved to not, to only filling when I'm with you guys or if I'm with a five stack. If I'm duoing or, or soloing, I typically don't fill at this point. Um, you know, outside of this act where I'm filling, <laughs> playing a fill role 100% of the time. Um, so I, I completely saw where you're, where you're coming from on that. And uh, yeah, I'm feeling similarly with Sova. I just kind of expected it would happen where sometimes I'm just like, well, here I am twiddling my thumbs. Waiting, waiting for my utility to become like it, for it to be a good time to use my utility. Yeah, so it was definitely one of the initiators I was talking about that is not easy to make a play with. Yeah, um, you kind of just have to sit back and hope that they peek you or like try to isolate those duels. You know, because you can't you can't really burst onto site like that's the whole thing. If something's stalled out, I don't know. I've learned to kind of um, deal with the fact that if something's stalled out, that it's not my fault. It's uh, it's somebody else's fault, so I'm I'm fine yeah. with that. Um, now I have the opposite, where I'm like, if if we're stalled out, well, I should have gone in already, mm-hmm. right? Right, yeah, true. <laughs> Very much the opposite. Also, for yeah. reference, and I'm not criticizing you on this because I do the exact same fucking thing. But uh, I've noticed there's a lot of rounds where your solo duelist working on the other side of the map, and I find oh, yeah. it so funny. So In... funny. I, I can't be mad because I, I do the same yeah. fucking thing. But like, I'm like, there's the rest of us huddled up in like B garage on ascent, and I take a peek at my mini map and chases in tree as the phoenix, and we're just yeah. Like, but it's not the only duelist on our no team thumbs. for one. That's when there's a jet or a raise. There your dive. Yeah, and also also probably some of it, Chase, is you might line up at that barrier, you know, knifing it ready to go, and you don't notice everyone else goes somewhere else. At least that happens to me sometimes as a duelist. I'm like yeah, in sight, ready I'm like, to go. oh, wait, ready to fucking push. Yeah, yeah. I was like, where's everyone else? Oh, mm-hmm. they no, never I mean, I, I, I realize sometimes maybe yeah. sometimes too late, and at that point it's like, well, if I'm going to be at the back of the push anyway, which is not where I'm supposed to be, so I might as well aggressively push out this other site. Yeah. And see if I can get a pick and then like rotate over, maybe come with a fast flank. Um I don't know. And the last game that we were playing, I, I was really enjoying they were just like leaving B Link on Pearl open a lot of rounds. So I was just aggressively pushing through that and then taking their spawn for a few rounds. Yep. Uh, until they caught on to it. And so I mean that that was fun. That's something mm-hmm. that I don't get to do not on a on a duelist, so Mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about playing for your life as much mm-hmm. no yeah, yeah definitely not That that's like the biggest thing is like yeah i guess it makes sense why you can why it's kind of better to have that role if someone's going to be aggressively lurking i don't like the the passive lurk yeah but i don't which is kind of exactly the conversation we had that that's not a lurk but um right regardless of that um the aggressive push onto the other site is a something that only a duelist can really do because if you're doing that as a different agent, your utility is probably better utilized elsewhere. Um, unless you're trying to like multi-man fake another site by dropping mm-hmm. utility there, but that needs to be more than just you. Yep. Most of the time, at least. Yeah. I don't know. We had a round where we were playing, or we're a game where we are playing on Pearl and like I-, I was complaining about the rest of our team. We We had probably the, I think Hunter might have seen this but we had probably the worst ko i have ever seen oh yeah yeah i was watching Um, this yeah and hey hey, you don't need you don't need to rag on tony like that okay (laughs) oh no oh no (laughs) 
Tony, I hope you didn't listen to this podcast. Um, no, he's been on. He hasn't listened to a single se- second after. So come on. <laughs> okay, okay, good. That makes sense. Uh, but yeah, and we had a not not so great Reyna who was still somehow getting kills. I was, I was flabbergasted, but whatever. She was. I guess that's Reyna's oh, job. That's, to go get kills. That's um, my least favorite thing, though, when you can watch somebody's POV and you're like, this person is terrible, and yet they're like doing pretty good in the lobby and actually getting kills and you're and you're oh, not yeah. you're like shit do i look worse than that yeah <laughs> yeah it's like dude mm. how the fuck did you one tap me and then you whiff an entire clip on this rain like <laughs> like i don't get it but uh no at any rate the problem was tony's like oh well like why don't you just go like work mid or whatever and i'm like yeah that would actually work if the rest of you guys could take sight because no one was, no one ever needed to rotate. Like they'd get up, the brim yep. would drop a smoke at like the main choke point, and then no one would go through. We've got a KO who can flash through. We've got a Reina who can flash through, and we're all just stuck behind the smokes, twiddling our thumbs. And it's like, yep, yeah, they're not fucking rotating, right? Like they don't need yeah, to. Yeah, because the brim's like, oh, I got this. Yeah. yeah. Like somebody is sitting behind that smoke, just being like, yep, yeah, they're, they're not on. Hold your ground, like no need to rotate. Yeah, not committed, not committed. Yeah, <laughs> it's like me, me working a mid does nothing there. They're still fucking watching double doors because there's no pressure on site. Yep. Well, unless you just get three kills, come on. Yeah, like... Cass. Yeah, yeah. I bet, bet you didn't think about winning the round, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Also, something that annoys me is when I when I match MVP a game as Cypher, it's like, dude, I should have just been on the fucking jet, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you would have match MVP as jet. No, but it definitely means that I was hitting my shots. Does it, or were you able to like play off of your Tilly well? Actually, why did I even ask? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have found oh, that I have man. had way more success with letting a teammate play off my, my Cypher traps than I do getting value off my own Cypher traps. Yeah, I really do like getting the spray through your through your cage. Like oh, yeah. me taking yeah. use of your kill trips. Right. Yeah. Which I, yeah. I have found way more success off of than I have spamming my own traps. Yeah, I really um, like getting that kill and then flat like pushing it and flashing through the other side of your cage. The cage, yeah, yeah, that's a lot of fun because then they don't expect the aggressive push out at right after that. Right, right. I know there, another frustrating thing, which is like, is somebody was complaining about this on on Reddit a very long time ago that I might have brought up at one point, um, but they were saying like, like it's really annoying when the team, like, the enemy team, like, notices, like, oh, he's playing B this round. We're out of here. Um, Which yeah. happened in one of the Ascent games we are playing earlier. Is that I'd have all my kill trips up or whatever. I'd have my camera. I'd see them coming or hear them coming. I'd pop that first cage. And then they all just backed off. I mean, that's great. Yes. Right? That is yes, 100% what your job is. Yeah. But walk into my kill trips. I want to kill you. <laughs> I'm like, I was really hitting shots that game. Um, I mean, yeah, the aim great. was feeling crispy, and it's like, it's like, yeah, push push into me, motherfucker. 
And then they're if just they like, only have oh, one site to hit. Out. That's so good for your team, right? Yeah, really I know, is, yeah. I know. It's you're you're doing a good job of your role, but like, but I don't like. It. <laughs> I want them to push into it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's just getting uh, gratification out of the uh, wrong parts. Not necessarily wrong parts, but just different parts of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The macro game. Yeah. Yeah. Cass likes the, uh, the micro. He's all about yeah. the micro. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's all about the micro penis. Whoa, whoa. Uh, Who's talking about? Whoa, whoa, yeah. Where did that go from? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, how did you know what my next drink was? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh, fuck. Where, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. One of the other things is that I'll notice will happen a lot is I'll go and I'll set up on a site, right? And then the duelist will just push out past my setup. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that, that, that's <laughs> something right, Paul, you've done like, probably I, many times without a single I guess, yeah, oh, and to be yeah. fair, I probably did this all the time and yeah. just never fucking noticed. Yeah, um, yeah, I wasn't noticing that last game at all when you were like, Chase, don't hold here. My shit's here. <laughs> yeah. <I was> <laughs> Well, I was like, what's the fucking point of having all my shit here if someone's just going to push out anyway? Yeah. It's like well, because if, if I see them elsewhere. and I die, I'm probably going to die, let's be honest. It, so I, And then they were like, oh, now let's exec. We got the pick here. And your shit's there. Maybe, but it makes more sense to hold something that my shit isn't holding. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, there's no reason for me to be pushing past mm-hmm. your trips. Now, to be fair, I probably did this all the fucking time as a jet and just never noticed. Oh, like there's a there's a cipher set up on the site and you're opping the back. Yeah, of exactly. It. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. why are you holding? Like, there's no reason. Yeah, it's like or like I mean, let's go off somewhere else. Yeah, let's just take a cent for example, right? They set up like on B side ascent, and I'm opping garage. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's uh, like that. That's great and all, but like. Why don't you go up mid or go up A? I've got my shit holding this. There's no need for you to also be holding this with an op. Because one of... A, like, basically, you're in a scenario where if if I'm not there, right? One of the two of us is not getting value. Right? If I'm playing somewhere else on the map, it's like if they don't end up pushing garage, the cypher's not getting value out of his util. I mean, there's some passive value in just knowing that people haven't pushed out of it, but, like, in general, it's yeah, like, not okay, active value. Yeah. you're not getting any active value out of that. And then, hopefully, I would then, therefore, be getting some active value out of the off elsewhere on the map. But if we're both there, and they don't push that, then neither of us is getting any fucking value. Now, what if the Cypher had the op? <laughs> do you see how this is kind of redundant oh man in which way in, in the way in which if you're holding it with an op you don't need the cypher fucking setup you're you're actively negating the usefulness of your own utility oh you mean by holding cypher yeah by holding a longer oh, yeah, angle okay. with the op i haven't been doing that much lately that was like a first week thing yeah but okay <laughs> second thing was i was putting my stuff elsewhere on the map I'd be setting my stuff up in mid or B and then go on going on opping A. Okay, okay, fair. I thought like, it was, was really saying, funny when the when the cipher in our last game pulled out not. I was like, ah, <laughs> shit. <Yeah. laughs> 
it's like i don't know if you're and i feel like that there you might see a bit of a rise in like particular subset of chamber players that instead of leaning towards the jet like any normal sane chamber player would leaned more to the sentinel side and picked up either kj or cypher and are like yeah but i can still off i mean you've seen that in the pros at this point like right. one, one that was discussed uh, yeah. by side, Sideshow in a uh, very interesting series of videos where he just roasted Carmine Core, which I recommend anyone to go check out. It was hilarious. He was like tearing them to shreds with the VODs based on their performance. Is that what Rocket. he was doing instead of Flat Chat this week? Because goddamn, they've been lacking know. on the putting episodes out. <laughs> I'm not sure. But either way. <laughs> That's um, why you guys listen to this podcast. Yeah, they yeah. Slack like that. One of the things he pointed out is that XMS is a player on Carmine Core who was pretty good as a chamber back when Chamber was in the meta, but they've been trying to have him play Cypher and he really sucks at Cypher. Like his utility usage is bad. He was placing <laughs> some trips in places that like people could jump over them by like walking to like to the side and then using a box to jump over them. Like he was actively throwing rounds with his utility. And so that kind of supports what you're saying that maybe you're good offers you don't put on on uh cypher yeah no no but i don't like, know if that supports what he was saying i think it was maybe no, the no. opposite yeah my, my whole thing was like yeah if you're good at offing fucking play jet well, well yeah that, that's what know. i was saying that like yeah he, he, okay. he if, according yeah. to Cass, he should have been playing jet and that might have actually mm-hmm. helped him with how bad he did on cypher yeah i mean yeah i took it as like there was a, a small segment of the chamber main population that mm-hmm. actually oh, yeah, liked yeah. the uh the cypher or like the sentinel utility aspect and we're like, well, I can still op like I did on chamber, mm-hmm. but also be the set, like play the sentinel role still. Mm-hmm. Or just like they're like, like, you know what? I'm not a fan of like I'm not a fan of being the duelist, having to having to go in and entering on attack. Um, like I, I'd rather be more in that sentinel position, and on defense, I can still op. Which like it was really good for for Pearl B because I. I had a game the other day. We, I think we came back from a 9-3. Um, but they had three duelists on their team, and we just could not fucking hold beat. It was impossible. We, we didn't have a team comp that, like, allowed... Or, I, I guess, no, like, we didn't have a jet on our team. Um, and so, like, no one was really opping beat long. And they had enough flashes to deal with that anyway, but they had, like, they'd have a KO or a Reyna flash the initial angle, get them out to ramp, and then they had a a Reyna, a Jet, and a Raze, and a KO just fucking barreling down B-Long at us. Yeah. And we just could not fucking hold sight. And so we'd end up, like, falling off and trying to play retake. Um, We had both a Killjoy and a Cypher on our team, so I think at one point we both set up on B. Wow, and that's still like I had my cipher traps there. Killjoy had her set up there. We still just we we could not hold B site in any capacity, um, and like we just had to play retake every fucking round, which and that ended up working out for you. You said though, no, no, we we lost the first half nine three. Oh, did you just had second half nine three? We we ended up winning the game. Um, I don't fucking know, but like they had. Yeah, they they did not have a very defensively strong setup. Um, and yeah, someone's pointing out, like, yeah, who the fuck would have thought that having a Cypher and Killjoy on attack would um would actually work out better than on defense? Yeah. 
Well, is it that or was it the three duelists on defense that really didn't have the, <laughs> the impact necessary? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think kind of offing Belong is somewhat necessary if you want to hold B. Well, I think, I think you can also get creative with pushing it with some utility and having at least one person walk up to at least pillar. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you have the right team comp to force them away from that initial angle. Yeah. Like, if you have, like, you know, a raise or uh, maybe Gecko could do it now with his with his mosh pit or whatever. I think you mm-hmm. could probably get past his mosh pit. I don't think it's large enough to cover the entirety of that cubby. Um, but, yeah, like, per- perhaps, like, if you have the right team comp, that can stop them from gaining access to P-Long in the first place. Right? That could work. But yeah. we we didn't have that. I mean, I I think this is slightly different, but earlier off podcast we were talking about um taking was it a fuck i don't know the sp- the sites on uh on lotus is a the one with three yes yeah. yes yeah okay so taking like a main at the beginning of every round mm-hmm. uh with utility and how that was working like really well for for a lot of pro teams and how uh that happened earlier in a game that the other team was doing it to you guys oh yeah right um, before you hopped on yeah yeah yeah, so could you treat B-Long similarly on Pearl? Where you dedicate a couple of, like, initiators or, like, an initiator and a duelist yeah. utility to just push that and take that space every round? I think you could. I, it's like, slightly different because I think the angle is closer than it is on Lotus. Um, meaning, like, the attackers don't have to push as far. Yeah, no, but I it's... think that. I don't know. I think you could you could think about it similarly. I don't know if anyone has tried that or if it's just, you know, fucking useless in this mm-hmm. situation. But I think it would be interesting to just take a lo- use a lot of your utility on defense and just take B long control every single round. I yeah. I think part of the problem with that comes from a a jet smoke, a cipher cage or an astro recall blocks a uh, line of sight to the cross to ramp. And there's no way to close that distance in time. Well, so does all of that to <laughs> the cross to ruins on on Lotus. Yeah, but it's it's a much longer cross, right? I, I think the whole idea is because you'd have to go so much farther to get there in the first place that you get caught by the neon stuns, you get caught by the, the raised nades or the seas or whatever's being thrown at you. Like, I think because there's so much farther that you have to go to cross that gap, that... I think it is, it is a bit of a distance that you have to come down. Like, because you don't spawn yeah. right at that angle. Or, like, Barrier doesn't drop there. Barrier drops back in the pillar room. I don't know what that actual call-out is. Yeah, but it's still really fucking... But if like, you were to throw a seize right off the rip, it would hit before they got there, or while they were in the location of the seize. I think. I don't know. Hunter, Maybe. what do you think? I, I'm, <laughs> I was playing Paint earlier today, uh, realizing I have no idea how well the Seas works in terms of its uh, airtime and trajectory, so I'm really not sure. No, like, I, I, I don't think it's impossible to, like, get your utility there in time. I just think that, like, you're... I, I just don't think it's as valuable as it is on on Lotus. 
Because I think on Lotus, the attackers really want to go A. Hmm. And then C and B are just like, all right, well, we can't go A. We go to one of those. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know about that because I feel like A is just the easiest to counter-aggress on defense, like we were saying. So I don't know that you want to... I mean, I guess, okay, I guess if they're not being aggressive, the nice thing about going A on offense is that you can, is that you can so easily pivot to B through the broken door. I think that's right. probably the biggest reason to do it. Because that's like a really easy default. Yeah, because you can take that space and then you right. know, pivot off if you're being stalled out. Yep. Yeah, and like I, I just think that like A is the easiest site for attackers to maintain control on. I think C and B are both really convoluted in terms of, especially when the enemy team has a lot of people alive, in terms of holding those for post plants, with perhaps the exception of that, with the exception of the C plant for mount. Um, but like in general, I think it's like we we want to go A here, and that's what the the whole strength of that massive util dump is is forcing them away from A and saying, hey, you guys are going to have to settle for a suboptimal site. Um, so I, I think it works that. better on on Lotus than that than that strategy would on... Because on, well, they could just pivot to the other site, is what you're saying? Yeah, they could either pivot into mid or pivot to the other site. And I feel like, yeah, the, the B-Long post-plant, when you can get the plant down for B long, it, it it's really good. But it it's not like it's not like A is a nightmare to get like to get round wins on. Or it's not like you can't you don't want to be playing in mid. Um like I don't I, I feel like Lotus is just in a position where it's like for attackers you really want to fucking go at. Maybe. I mean, I feel like it happens a lot. Yeah, I'm not it's sure. A, yeah. There's not as big of a choke. I think that's a big thing. Right? B and C both have large choke points. Um, I mean, I mean, small choke points by, by large. I mean, impactful choke points. Mm-hmm. Um, that, like, A doesn't really have. Uh, or, like, there's a lot of entrances onto site, basically, so you don't have to go through those chokes. Mm-hmm. So I can see, like, yes, that's why it's easier to attack A. But I still think that on Pearl, it's valuable to take that B-long control, or it could be valuable, um, especially if you're pushing them into something like a Cypher setup on the other site. Yeah, no, I, I'm not saying that's, like, it's bad. I, I just don't think it's quite as impactful as it is on Lotus. And I also think that it's significantly harder than it is on Lotus. Possibly. I just never really thought about it like that until we were talking about it, and I was like, oh, maybe you could just do the same kind of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. I've seen somebody talk about that whole, the whole concept of B-Site and how B-Site was designed back during the Chamber meta, and that now that Riot has effectively removed Chamber from the game, that they should redesign B site. Um and there he basically hmm. this guy brought up where he thought he thought that the most impactful or one of like the easiest to make but impactful changes 
would be just altering where the spawn barriers are. And giving defenders access to ramp prior to attackers. And we're saying, hey, the attackers have the advantage in the high-low that Pillar Room provides, where you can swing one high, one low, and you have to fight for ramp if you want it. And you can't just get that for free every round. I mean, do we find that Pearl is excessively attacker-sided? I don't feel like it is. I don't think I think it it felt like it when it first came out, but people have realized, like, how to play defense on it now. I don't know. I, I still think if you if you have a properly built team comp and you go in with the mindset of we are taking B every fucking round and you have the team comp to do that with, like I think it can be incredibly attacker sided. Like say you're running like Yeah, but like okay. Say you run like a harbor and a gecko, right? Get your harbor wall down, you throw your cove. Wingman goes in, plants the spike. You guys have some form of flank control. You hold from pillar and ramp. Right? Like, it, it's it's the fact that B doesn't have a choke point. It's so wide, and it's, like, it, it's punishing for defenders to swing because there's not a lot of place defenders can be with cover and get out. It that used to... Chamber used yeah. to be able to do that. He can't anymore. Um, like He used to be able to play more aggressively up by pillar. Yoru, to a certain extent, probably kind of still could. Um, yeah, Yoru meta on Pearl, question mark. And Jet's dash isn't long enough to get her from Pearl back to safety. Like from screens? Uh, no, from screens you're fine. Well, from screens you're fine... If you drop a smoke and then dash into your smoke and then it'll spam you down, but it can't get me all the way back to safety. Yeah. Screens. So like um, really, there it's just halls or close angle that you could be playing. Yeah, and it's so restrictive because of the lack of cover. Also, screens is spammable. Yeah. Um, so you don't really want to get caught stuck at screens. Um, and so it like I I feel like and this is something that we probably don't do a good enough job on either which is just abusing B-Site on that map in general. We don't often have, like, the wall utility that you need to really abuse that, though. And the wall utility yeah. being a, a harbor, a viper. I might have to start running more harbor on Pearl, which I was actually doing a little bit of um, after my Sova yeah. was over. Yeah. I think he's I... good. I mean, I think a viper is best. Someone brought up the other day how we were saying that Viper would be like really not meta on Pearl when it first came out, and like we were very wrong about that. Yeah. For the record, I think I disagreed with you two on that. Oh, it's in the recording, the, so we could go recording. back and yeah. check. We could go back and check, but I, I, I think I disagreed with you on that. We'll, we'll have to go see what I ended up saying. Um, but yeah, like, no, I think we should definitely be abusing B site more than we do. And, like, the only thing that's really terrifying about B-Site is an opera that just doesn't fucking miss. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I was just trying to, like, offer an alternative with that whole thing, an alternative to the whole B-Long-With-Op every game. Mm -hmm. 
but you know yeah, and I, I like that easiest. i think what chase is saying is fair i think you can put pressure on it without an op even though the op is definitely the easiest and like most consistent way to do it i don't think it's the yeah. only option I don't know. I also don't think we play the right agents to do that. I mean, Chase plays Brimstone on that map. Maybe the Brim Molly could hold him back while a couple people push up. But at that point, we're sacrificing three people for that B Long push, which means that one of our double doors or A site is uncontested. True. Yeah. Because we probably don't want Chase pushing up with us. Because he smokes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I, I guess that is an issue. So yeah. 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 I don't know. I, think I feel like other... we, we play with, with enough people that we could do it. Not me, but you know, somebody yeah. could do it. <laughs> yeah. Um I also think that part of Part of the reason why that, that can work so well on Lotus is because after you take control of uh, Rebel, um, if necessary, you can also fast rotate by just breaking the door, breakable door to B, and fast rotating off that after you take Rebel control. It's a lot harder on Pearl if after you take B long control, you got to fucking get your ass back over to A. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's a much faster. Of the map. Yeah. yeah, much longer rotate. And yeah, I mean, Taking that A long control just offers so many possibilities on uh, on Lotus, it right? Really because does. you could you could go through B, you could fall back to site, you could also quick flank because like the entrance to C site is like right there. Mm-hmm. Like the whole CT spawn is just a small area. I mean T spawn. Yeah. Um. Whereas like T spawn on Pearl is large. Yeah, I mean, also, part of the reason, like, the only reason why their strategy with that kind of fell apart is because they were just too aggro on defense. And, like, we ended up taking so many gunfights, like, in T-spawn, right? Like, their Gecko and their Neon would push up, and I'd be holding from, like, the entrance to C. Yeah. uh, Kind of by where that weird little Buddha-esque statue thing is. um, And taking duels with them there. And, like, I'd often catch the Sage pushing up all the way out of sea past orb. Um, like, like I, I think if their team was more passive after having taken that a long control, yeah, you take that space and you hold it. And so yeah, that game would have yeah. been, yeah, that game would have yeah. been a fucking nightmare, but because they were so aggressive after they had taken that, we were able to just get so many picks. Or at least I was able to get a ton of fucking picks by just hanging out in spawn. That's a big mistake on their part to not mm-hmm. remember what side of the, uh, the game they were playing. I mean, they won the game, didn't they? Oh, no. I think did. they did. I think they did. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, you guys yeah. were coming they, back for a while, but then yeah, they, no. they snuffed you out. Yeah, I thought you I were going to win, which is why I was thinking, like, you won. Mm. No, I think that was the game that I was complaining about, match MVPing a Cypher. Yeah, it was the game. That, yeah. That's why I remember I, that you were... I, uh, you I, should not, I should not be match MVPing a Cypher. Well, it's maybe a red flag. Maybe that's cases. the reason why, right there, is that you were you're holding back, and they were just being really aggressive out of the other site. Oh yeah, no, I got I got a ton of fucking kills off that, but like, I still think that if I match MVP on Cipher, something's gone wrong. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Typically, I would agree. I feel like there are. Hey, but cases typically, where, I would also agree. Yeah, if they're just pushing your site like lunatics and you're just mowing them down, then you know, good for you. I guess it's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I guess if I'm getting the bulk of my kills on defense and the enemy team is just trying to brute force their way through my setups, then like maybe. And they're like, this time we got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surely okay, you know this time he switches to the other site, right? He's thinking we're not going to come to the same one again. So he's not going to be here. Ah, oh, frick, he's here. Oh, well, might as well run him down. Yeah, <laughs> run it down. Okay, Ooh. we know where his traps are. We pre-fire all those angles. Wait, what the fuck? There are other places you can put these? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I was I got so tilted earlier playing Split, and a jet mid-boomerang from getting caught by my trap was getting dragged back and fired a sheriff shot and head-tapped me. Ooh, that's rough. Yeah, it's tough. And I was so, I got so fucking tilted off that. Understandable. Yeah, now having played both sides of that coin, mm -hmm. I think there's an amicable solution. All right, what's that? We that? Can come up to, which is, Jet breaks the trap, but gets pinged. Huh. She you mean like trap, if she dashes through? If she dashes through the trap, she breaks the trap, but she still gets visually pinged. I don't hate it. I definitely and I don't think hate that's it. an amicable solution. I mean, yeah, and the ping lasts for a second. Yeah, the ping lasts for. Is a it like a? Is it like a cipher ping where the ping stays in the same place while the jet can move, or is it like a sova ping? No, no, no. It's follows... like she's. It's like she's currently highlighted by the trap. Okay. So, like, you get pinged for, like, the duration that the trap would have been active or whatever. Maybe a little bit less than that, because that's quite a while. Yeah, probably less. Yeah. But, like, you get pinged, and you're highlighted for everybody to see, even when you're moving, but you break the trap. I kind of like that. And that doesn't happen when, obviously, she's just walking through. That's just a dash through mechanic yeah yeah this is just a dash through mechanic because it used to be that she just outright broke the traps by dashing through yeah which was not gonna that's lie, a little, very that's nice. strong very that's very strong. nice i mean I, like I, I imagine like... imagine the yeah. same thing like you're you're constantly talking shit on the raises blast packing into sight and just the blast packs destroying all of your utility oh yeah yeah of course like yeah the jet being able to do that too is fucked yeah I'm just saying, like, oh, and especially because that's the common way for Jet to get access to site. I mean, it's also the common way for a race to get access to site. Yeah, but, like, typically, like, my issue with races, when when races are blast packing, it's, like, they're typically a bit farther back from the choke. And then they double blast pack in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so my traps still have a chance of not being broken. It's just, like, oftentimes, like, raids will just, like, just toss a blast pack out there? And like, yeah, it's like either just toss a blast pack out there or just like I pop my smoke and then they nade my smoke. Because they're like, Which oh, maybe he's sitting in there with a shot. Yeah. And now all my fucking traps are gone. And it's like, I don't know, is that is that a fair trade to get a raise nade out? I'm not really sure because I don't get any regening utility. Whereas Raze gets that back with two kills, and my trap wires are kind of expensive, and she gets the nade for free? Probably not worth. I don't know how much Raze's blast packs are either. 
They won 50? I have literally no clue. But like, yeah, I just don't know if that's a fair util trade. They might be I could 200? S- really? Yeah, I don't know. It seems expensive for a blast pack. I don't know. It Let does. me see. Let me see. I'll look it up. As you keep going though. Okay, because I was gonna say I can see the like the trade off of like my traps catching like a um like a sky dog. Yeah. Like I feel like that that's a fair util trade, right? Yeah, they yeah, are two hundred like, creds. Okay. Oh, two hundred. It's okay. like I lose a trip, you lose a dog. This is this is fine. The Fade Prowlers, I'm a little less stoked about because she's got two of them. Yeah. But I also have two trips. You have two trips, like, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like... The, the the Fade one's a little bit annoying. Well, the problem because... is the Raise one can do... Can break the trip, and it's not a direct trade. It still has its other utility. Like, it, one, it can break multiple things. Yeah. And it could also damage a person while it's in there. Uh, as along with like breaking the trip, and also she splashed back and forward at me now. Yeah, it was yeah. accomplishing a lot. Fuck raise. Oh yeah, all my homies hate raise. Hey, not all your homies. Most of his homies. Yeah, being me, about fifty percent. I'm a solo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think raise is. The, I unlike Cass, I don't have this weird. Oh, AOE sucks. Raise is lame. I just really like despise playing against raises. They're they're just good and they're tough to tough to deal with. That's my stance. Visual clarity would make me hate raise so much less. That is true. That is true. First of all, her nade functions as a fucking smoke. It's like an astro recall. <laughs> Can't see shit. There's no indication of whether I'm going to die or I'm not going to die, right? Like the uh, the gecko, whatever the his Molly's called, um, Mosh, Mosh, yeah. yeah. That is so fair in terms of hey, this is very big. If you are here, you die. Yep. If you are not here, you don't die. Raising oh, yeah. it is oh man, this is really fucking big. Do I die here? Do I not die? Do I take 30 damage? Do I take a 250 damage? Like, yep. Yeah, don't know. Don't know. Um, and the the ult's the ult. Like, the, the ult's fine. Like, do I like yeah. it? No. But the ult like, kills you or it doesn't kill you. Yeah, it's also like a fucking 8 point ult. And like, if I get like, yeah, it's a little annoying when you're being ratty somewhere and you've never shown presence and they just call you out with it. But like, yeah, it's like, okay, like, that was an 8-cost all. Mm-hmm. Either I'm dead or I'm not dead. And I probably have the chance to at least shoot you and get the trade while you're blast-packing through the air at me with the ult. You know? It's like, maybe I can go one for one. Yeah, fucking hate raise, Nade. Yeah. Well, alright, what else we got? Um, yeah, to be perfectly honest with you, I didn't do a lot of prep for this episode. Yeah, okay, so you had one topic that we talked about kind of <laughs> earlier. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Real 69 of you, eh? Yeah. Yeah, man, Cass, you kind of, you know, dropped the ball a little bit on this one. Yeah, well, you know, I 
He dropped about two balls into his mouth. Oh, <laughs> he got him. <laughs> oh, man. Let me see if I have any notes of topics. I mean, okay, okay well, let's, let's talk about the Bucky. Yeah, 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 we, that, that's we good. Let's talk about the Bucky. Let's we just talking talk about, about something else we talked about earlier, too. Yeah. But, like, we can expand on it. Um, Cast, lay it out there. Okay, so basically, I figured out in the range today that, uh, first of all, this works way better if you, you change your shotgun crosshair to just be your primary crosshair so it's not that big circle. If you haven't um, done that already, mm-hmm. I can't believe it. At any rate, I did that. Um, I like it for... I really like it for, like, Judge Bucky scenarios. I kind of liked the circle for the shorty. And it'd be nice if you could just pick which guns used primary crosshairs and which ones didn't, but whatever. It's it's fine. Well, you have, like, a different crosshair for each gun. I think that might be a little too much, but... Well, it would all be cool because you could have like, I want a guardian. Cool. I want like these, this specific crosshair. Mm-hmm. But on a phantom, yeah. which I'm spraying more, like it does this other thing. You know, I don't right. know. It could be like, yeah, for the guardian, I want that dot crosshair. Yeah. Right. Like just to kind of put you into the mindset of like, hey, you're taking one shot. It's going right here. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Yeah, I could see that, but like. I don't know, like, I, I haven't used the shorty too much since I made this, since I changed over to just, like, primary crosshair overrides everything. Um, but at any rate, what I figured out with the Bucky is the right click, if you aim for heads, one taps fairly reliably out to, like, 15, maybe a little bit more meters. I hope it's more. Is it more than fifteen? I don't know how much. Because it has to be at least. It's a minimum of eight, right? Yeah, minimum of eight meters. Because within eight meters, it does forty damage to the head. Yeah, because like so, basically, no, seven point five meters is where that changes. At seven point five meters, from okay, so from zero to seven point five meters, when you right click, you fire a slug that does twenty to the body, forty to the head. Is and a then terrible, that then terrible splits plug. into five pellets, <laughs> right, at exactly 7.5 meters away from you, um, which do each 40 to the head. So you can, if you land four out of five of those to the head, that outright just kills. Um, land five out of five, it obviously outright kills. And it's, it's pretty fucking accurate is the thing because the the deviation of bullets doesn't begin until that eight meters away from you or seven and a half meters away from you um Mm -hmm. and so i found that if you're like i i was just messing around in the range and noticed this that like you can actually one tap from like a solid distance um not quite optimal necessarily it's not but, quite a sheriff, is what you're saying. No, right? no, but, like, you kind of have the, depending on what angles you're going to be playing with it, it's like, I can play these certain angles as if I had a sheriff, because it's within the, like, it's, call it, less than 20 meters away, yeah. and I can kind of pretend that I have a sheriff for these, and then if people push up close to me while well, I've still got the left click, 
but you have to be aiming for the head with the right click for that to have any kind of value. Yeah. Oh yeah, if you're not if you're not going for headshots with it, it's fucking worthless. Um, I don't know. I still haven't bought it in game and tested this out. I, I just it's something I just noticed when I was in the range, and I had the suggestion in general, which is I think that you should okay. Well, first of all, the sheriff should one tap at all ranges. Well, we can get back to that. I've, um, I've never heard that from you before. I, I'm, I'm not but, sure. It's taking me off guard here, Kat. Mm-hmm. What? But the Bucky should just outright fire a slug when you right-click. Standard buckshot, left-click, just fire a slug, right-click. And, like, from 0 to 20 meters, that slug should do just, like, 160 to that. Yeah, I feel like the what they're going for with the Bucky... Now, everyone says the Bucky fucking sucks, including me. But this is getting me a little bit more onto the dev side of things, now that you've discovered this. Um, Which is, they want you to make the right choice for the right situation. Right? So the reason why it doesn't one-tap, like, less than 7.5 meters is because you should have left-clicked. Right? And so then after that, you should have yeah. right-clicked. That's what it's giving you the trade-off from, is like after yeah. 7.5 meters, you're not getting that kill with the left-click, so you should right-click. Before that, you you should right-click, or whatever. Fucking, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. But you have to make the correct decision for the distance of the shot that you're taking. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes sense. It's a cheap gun. Um, it should, shouldn't be that versatile, but like it has those two options it makes sense that they're good in different like scenarios now everybody's always just been like since the bucky nerf obviously um right click is useless yeah right everyone's like this is a fucking garbage you should never use it i think this is really important to to like think about because there's a reason that riot hasn't changed it back okay yeah. or done it done an update to it because they're thinking i think Hey, I don't think people are really understanding the Bucky to its fullest potential here. Yeah, my mom um, was kind of blown when Castle showed me this earlier. I was thinking similar to you that it might solve the Bucky to an extent if if it's as good as it seemed in the range. It's just a mindset switch of oh, if I'm holding this angle and I'm planning on right clicking it, I have to be going for the headshot instead of normal shotgun style, which is nipples, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because if you do that with the right click, you're not doing shit. Yeah, but the... Okay, I, I, I think there are a couple things here, though, which is, number one, if you're going to just be left-clicking with the Bucky, the shorty's just better. Which, like... And, I mean, and it some... kills at a longer range than a shorty does. Like, that, that range where the Bucky kills is longer than a shorty kills. Technically, Definitely. yes, but I get two shots back-to-back with the shorty. But then yeah, you but are if done. You're, if you're shorty. at the end of that range... You're still not you're not making it with the shorty. And the other thing is, you can get you can kill. Yeah, but I'm not making it with the Bucky either. The problem is, there's there's like there's like a one meter distance change in which, with the left click of the Bucky, I get the kill, and I don't with the shorty. Right, but the but the thing is, the shorty I can fire two shots with, and if I don't kill in those two shots, I'm probably dead. And with the Bucky, if I don't kill in that one shot, guess what? I'm also fucking dead. 
you so are why so would I dead. Spend the, why would I spend the extra fucking, let's say, 150 versus 950? Would I spend the extra fucking... 850? 950? I don't know. I don't know. But why would I spend the extra fucking credits to get a goddamn Bucky? Well, I mean, Cass, this isn't the whole part of the equation. I think Chase has some, some validity to the range thing, but the other one thing you're not considering is the fact that after you fire your two shots of the shorty, you know, you need to reload. Like, you can get traded immediately after that. If you're buckying well, you can mow down three people with a bucky. And at that point, probably the last two aren't coming at you and you have time to swap to a different gun. But, like, obviously the problem is that it's just very difficult to do that because you need to be so precise to hit enough pellets at very close range but in some cases you know you can go off with a bucky in a way that you can't with a shorty if the bucky allowed you to fire multiple shots back to back to back sure but well then it would be a judge yeah well the, like the whole point is it's, like... it's it's just like if you're using a sheriff you take you get one shot one kill you move so you can't be traded immediately and then you get the ne- another shot another kill it's just like a very close range, like, I guess you could say Marshall or Sheriff. Either a gun that you're going for the one taps with. Just in this case, your taps are to the chest. Yeah, or but to like the head if they're right clicks. But right. The zero, to seven, zero to seven meters is just so fucking, like, short. They're like, and I probably could pull up the range, but I think from zero to seven meters, in which is, you know, Bucky left click range, yeah, is also Sheriff fucking two taps from zero to seven. No problem. Sure, but like the point not, is, you know, sorry, you're playing sorry, not, not sheriff, not sheriff, uh, shorty, shorty, fucking two taps of that range. You know, but my point closer. is, you're playing Haven A sewers, you're playing Haven Garage. First two sites, first two things that uh, come to mind. In that case, you could very realistically have a scenario where with a Bucky you get multiple kills, where with a shorty you only get one, because yeah. you get pushed as you're reloading, and that yeah, that's a part I'm of the equation you're not considering because you can jiggle back and and like yeah. take the the next shot. For the next person, but you're not reloading your shorty in that time. Exactly. Yeah, but if I'm buying, okay, if I'm buying a Bucky, right, it's because we're on a save. Correct. You only want time. one? No, I think you'd probably rather get three. No, no, I'm saying that I don't want to spend the extra fucking <laughs> credits it costs to get that. And let's say I did have the money in the bank, right? You know, the rest of my team is poor as fuck. I've had a good game. I've got a lot of kills. I've just made more money from kills and whatnot than the rest of my team. Or maybe I lived a couple rounds that other people died on. You just got a few hundred extra bucks. I I got some extra bucks, right? I'm buying a sheriff or a marshal, baby. At that price point, fuck the Bucky. Yeah, but that that Bucky is much more reliable at short range than than a sheriff or a marshal. Yeah. Yeah, but if that Bucky cost me like... 550, 600 credits? Maybe? Can't be maybe less, it can't be less than a pistol. Well, I'm saying, like, okay, maybe, like, and, like, I'm not saying they should do this, but, like, maybe they just put this little caveat in that says, hey, you can't fucking have a Bucky or a pistol round. Um, <laughs> but then it costs, like, 600 credits. It's, like, maybe I'd consider that. Because on saves, I find that I'm in an awkward position where when I've got, like, four or 500 credits to spend... Because on a save round, I'm not fucking buying a ghost. It's fucking worthless. Um, I buy a frenzy or a shorty in that situation. I'm probably not buying a frenzy either. Like maybe, maybe I would. But like, I 
I just don't find the the frenzy versus full armor to be consistent frenzy or shorty enough. versus full armor. I find much more reliable than classic full again full armor. Yeah, right clicks, baby. Yeah, but that right click has to go perfect. <laughs> yep, it really does, and that's a lot of RNG. Yeah, right. My my frenzy clip will kill somebody at close range with full armor easy. Yeah, but like it takes it takes too many bullets, and I usually die. Or like it's so you fast know, they don't all yeah. hit, and then I'm reloading my gun, and then I die anyway. I don't. I I. I mean, yeah. Welcome to the shorty as well. That's like. That's kind of the point of the eco. Yeah, it's just like I'd rather save the money and just have a classic. But I'm I I don't give a shit about saving an extra two or three hundred credits. If I'm giving myself enough to buy full the next round anyway, what do I give a fuck if I have four hundred credits left over? Well, because I usually don't budget enough to do that. Well, so your problem is that you're not budgeting enough. <laughs> Well, it's like I ah, if I got if I'm gonna have four thousand one hundred because this credits, is not the situation that we're in. You're you're saying that you can either buy if you full save with a classic, you can buy full everything next round, or if you buy mm-hmm. a a frenzy, then you can't buy full everything next round, or you have to forgo some utility. That's not yeah. the situation we're talking about. <laughs> They're not equal scenarios. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the situation that I find myself is... in all the time. <laughs> well, that's just a full save round. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, okay, it's like, do I buy the Sheriff and then I got 4,000 credits for next round? So, like, I get Rifle, I get Full Armor, I get a Smoker and Updraft. Or I guess in this context, I'd either get a Cage or a Trip, so I'm playing Cypher at the moment. But, like, or do I not buy the Sheriff? Or do you buy the Sheriff and then you... Uh, I don't, I don't know, something like that. Yeah, you not yeah. buy something and then you get full, like you get all your smokes and then your updrafts. Right, right, right. And it's like, well, yeah, but I'm cocky, so I'm gonna buy the sheriff. I'm gonna go fucking click some heads. Mm. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna try and turn this round here. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's that's what you're of... doing with a shorty or a frenzy too. It, the investment is less. Yeah, I just find with the like. And if you get a kill, then it kind of offsets the cost of that. Not entirely, but like... Not entirely, but I guess, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, because like, there, there are so many fucking times. I remember doing... What offsets a shorty? Yeah, I remember doing this as Chamber all the fucking time. Buying a Marshall and being like, alright, well, you know what? If I don't get any this round, I don't have a trip for next round. But if I get one, then I can buy my trip. Um... Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I remember going in with that thought process a lot, and it's like, all right, well, I'm banking on myself to get one here with the marshal, or however many headhunter shots I buy, right? Um, it'd be nice if I had a little stats page that told me how often that worked out for me and how often it didn't. I feel like it doesn't a lot, but some it does. It does a lot too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you push that a lot more. Than the rest of us, because we're like, Cass, why the fuck don't you have full shields this round? And you're like, ah, I thought I'd get a kill last round. <laughs> that happens more than oh, anybody yeah. else. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm just, it, it really shocked me when I found out that he'd been, you know, 
ragging on me for buying a stinger for so long when I couldn't afford it. And then he was doing this shit. That made me feel so he was much doing better the about same my thing, choices. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's the best when you can, when you can see someone else doing something that's uh bad and then be like, Oh, cool. I don't have to feel bad about doing it myself. You know, my, my, favorite Valorant, my favorite Valorant clip of all time begins with uh, Chase saying, Hey, everybody, let's save here. Me pulling up the buy menu being like, mm, nah. And Reyna had the same thought process. And within like three seconds off barrier drop, we have four kills. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why you like that clip as much as you do. Like, oh, it's, it's a so solid good. clip. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I just get two martial headshots. Reyna sprays two people down to Spectre. Yo. <laughs> I mean, like, obviously that worked, but it doesn't mean it was the right choice. I no, still no, stand by my yeah. save call. Mm-hmm. I I just think it's so funny that like Chase like you can hear in the clip Chase being like yo guys like let's save here and just being like eh, nah <laughs> not 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 feeling oh, yeah uh, okay but at any rate Bucky Bucky I still I think, can't I think kind of fucking uh, it could be good I don't know you have, that's like a big thing, thing. I'm, I don't yeah, think it's gonna thing. convince me to buy the. Uh, the Bucky much more during games, like, but it, I, I will say it does it does bring it up a little bit in my books to be like, oh, okay, so there is a range in which the right click works. You just need to know how to use the right click, and I never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. Same. I was going to say there is the one thing about the Bucky that it kind of has like the Odin effect in that like. Oh yeah, the mental warfare. Tilting. Yes, the yeah. mental warfare aspect of it. Like, is like you're doing emotional damage. Mm-hmm. when you kill someone with a bucky yeah yeah that's that's his real benefit over the shorty the uh emotional mm-hmm. damage added to each pellet yeah it's like i i don't mauled when i get killed by a shorty it's like yeah you know what they were in they were playing fracture be heaven and to be fair when i play be heaven i also buy a shorty i should have known yeah. better than to just fucking wide swing that um Whereas if they're up there with a Bucky, I'm just sitting there just being like, you motherfucker. You spent 950 fucking credits just to fuck me in the ass. Isn't it 850? I don't know how much it is. It okay. Could be 850. I don't know, but it like, like, man, it is it is tilting getting killed by a Bucky. I don't... I can't... It, bo- it bothers me that I don't remember off the top of my head. That's crazy. The cost of the Bucky? Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you bought, both. Have you bought one since... Eight fifty. Oh, absolutely. Eight fifty. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I've bought one too. I say yeah. absolutely. They're... Like I buy them every game. I buy them probably once every five games. But like, there are situations mm-hmm. where I'm like, I'm on defense. I'm playing a close angle. I'm on a save. You know, I'm gonna take the chance. Take a chance on someone pushing and me making the shot. Real Abba Maybe. move of you. The Real only what? time. Real Abba move. Sorry, it was it was bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one went over my head too. I might have just not heard it all properly, but um, I say yeah. The one time that I can think of that I've actually purchased a Bucky since its nerf was we're on an eco. The enemy team was just fucking W keying garage, and we couldn't hold it. I was like, well, if they're doing it every fucking round, I'm going to be standing here with a Bucky. Yep. Yeah, I mean, probably be better to be standing there with a judge. But if you can't afford it, then yeah, Bucky's mm-hmm. the way to go, for sure. For that exact reason, the hunter was saying is that the shorter you're one and done, the Bucky you're more likely to be able to get more. Yeah, and the judge you're even more likely to get more because you have the yeah. passer. Yeah. 
don't know. The problem with the judge is the judge is just like such a gamble that like you're coming here. Oh yeah. I'm like, well, uh, don't, I'd, I'd be careful where you, where you're going with this because I know the next thing Hunter is going to bring up. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't even quite gotten there yet. You're like, are you you anticipated where my head was gonna go? Yeah, I yeah. have no idea where Hunter's going with that. But like, yeah, you just like to ignore everything Hunter said in this podcast for the all time, don't you? I guess. Yeah, I don't if only what you, what wait, if say? only there was a secondary weapon in which you could buy a judge <laughs> oh and still my. have a long range yeah. combat ability. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but 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 you know what else I could fucking do? Buy a fucking vandal? Not for the same price, no. Not for the same price, and not for the same oomph close range. If you're good with a Bucky, you'd rather have okay, a Bucky yeah. when someone goes through the doors of Garage and Haven than you'd have a vandal. I can buy. I can buy Guardian, right? For the amount that it costs you to get. Uh, yeah, you more. Yeah, it costs judge, you less for Guardian. Judge Sheriff Full Shields. Yeah. Is it costs you le- significantly less for Guardian? Okay. So what you're Guardian saying is. Guardian Shorty? Uh, that's not what I was going to say, but that mm. actually could be somewhat more viable than what I was going to say, which is like I kind of, I kind of do like the Guardian. That's never. Been I kind of like it. Before, I don't well. think, but I kind of yeah. like Guardian Shorty. Oh, hey, I we're like, all in agreement with that. It's kind of a fun. I, I like Pocket Shorty in general. Yeah. Fucking classic. Give me Pocket Shorty. Um, I I find that Pocket Shorty bails me out way fucking more than having any other secondary gun. I don't know if I've ever once been bailed out by having a secondary. You don't have the you don't have the hit two button built no, into your head. No, I need to one take the fucking swap swap weapons off of my mouse. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then I need to put it on Q. Fuck off! I use Q for utility, unlike you, Chamber. Yeah, I, I thought you, uh, you, you, but mouse. Do you not have your abilities in your mouse? Yeah, Cass has just forgotten all previous podcasts. Yeah, he really has. Yeah, yeah he did. You like yeah, have a serious you, head injury, like are you yesterday okay? or something? Did you fall? Yeah. Can you get up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he doesn't have life alert. By the oh, way, guys, we're happy to announce our first ever sponsor of this podcast is Life yeah. Alert. That's <laughs> really funny. I used that. Uh, I, I used that line the other day when I uh, I couldn't get into the like uh, the toolie on the top of Chase's car. So mm-hmm. I called him up and I was like, hey, Chase, like, help a fallen and I can't get up. Um, and Louise, like, <laughs> sprints out to the backyard. Uh, just like, oh, she's like, oh my God, like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I just can't get the fucking <laughs> I mean, to be to be fair, that was not a great scenario to use that in. And I was also concerned for your health and well being. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I was just not as quick. <laughs> Chase was meandering to the backyard. Yeah, so. like, he'll be fine. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking all the life alerts. <laughs> That's great. Uh, but no, definitely, like, pocket shorty is the way to go. And if I have an extra 150 credits that I don't really need to be, like, concerned about how my buy is going to go next round, like, I got a pocket shorty. Yeah, yeah. pocket shorties are fun. You're not going to get any disagreement from me on that one. Yeah, yeah there's a smoke on A-Main. Guess what, motherfucker? I'm ready for this. <laughs> Every time I push a smoke, I guess with a shotgun, that's better. That actually did happen to me earlier in a game where 
I pushed your smoke with a vandal one round um, on defense, and it was not a good idea because the uh, the opposing phoenix also pushed that smoke and just tapped me immediately because um, mm. I whiffed. No, it wasn't immediate. It, it was sometimes. me whiffing like four shots first or five shots or you know maybe a full clip. Um, mm-hmm. Just because, you know, Vandal, I got to fucking hit the head there. Oh, yeah. Um, so in the next round, I'm like, I'm buying a Judge. And I pushed the same smoke off Barrier Drop, and so did the Phoenix. But this mm-hmm. time, I got the kill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I was like, I learned, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, in general, I... I That's one of the best judge... things about, like... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just saying, I found the Judge to be too heavy of an investment for me... To be like, yeah, they're fucking coming here. Whereas, like, the counter argument to the judge there would be an op, right? It's the exact yeah, opposite here. scenario of me well, banking on them coming here, but I'm taking the really long range gunfight instead of the really short range gunfight. The only difference yeah, but also is... there are different rounds that you're buying them in. Yes, you're not buying it up on a save. I hope. No, no like I, the, I, I, I can't. The judge it, is like um, a half buy. Mm, I, I'm not typically. I find that I'm either at like, I gotta fucking save everything, or I can fucking buy in here. Or like when I'm on half buy rounds, I'll usually end up going like, Vandal Light or whatever, and just well, been like the, that's the entire out. argument for the Spectre that we've talked about forever is that it's like a perfect half buy weapon, but yeah. I, don't, I I haven't been buying that gun a ton, outside of round two on defense after we win pistol. Yeah, I buy it on offense. No, offense round two after winning pistol. Yeah, I, 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 will... I used to be always bulldog, and now I'm I'm specter full instead of bulldog light. Yeah, it's well, been so focused on my own silver climb. I haven't noticed you know that purchase. We really need to get you on the stinger by full time on saves on Phoenix. Well, no, it's just like but also no, no. This is round. This is round two after yeah. win. Yeah, which is your stinger anyway. But yeah. what I'm saying is like, no, no, like, hundred hundred makes... saying that I'm not yeah, saying. Yeah, sorry, that. That. <laughs> but like, it makes sense because you're you're going in, and there's a good chance of you dying in this round mm-hmm. because you're entering and you're debuting onto site. So like, it makes sense that you don't want to give up a full bulldog, or um, and also you probably want full shields. Whereas, no, but then I have to I have to coordinate where which angles I'm actually peeking, whereas. I can flash out, and whatever angles are flashed, I can get with a Spectre and not yeah. with a Stinger. Right. Um, no, no, I was arguing for the for the Spectre here. Yeah. Uh, whereas, yeah, now, after we win Pistol, I'm often going, assuming we get, we get Bomb Plant, I'm often buying Rifle Light. You always buy Rifle Light. And not as Jet on Attack. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you know you don't want to give gift them a rifle. Yeah, exactly. Sure. I don't want to gift them a rifle Surely and not. fucking hand this round away. Also, nor do I want to be in the position where it's like, ah, well, now I'm fucking broke round three. Anybody got a anybody yeah. got a sheriff they could drop me that they yeah. that they lived with? <laughs> mm-hmm. Entering with a sheriff suboptimal. Um, I would agree. You'd say that. Hot take in the mm-hmm. chat. <laughs> Hot take. But no, basically what I was saying is, at the very least, with, like, with the op, it's not worthless at close range. Oh, God, gas. I can 
Jack kills, you can. Like, yeah, some, and having a Bucky doesn't make it impossible to use your class to get long range. No, no, but <laughs> like, whatever I'm just saying, like, you have. no, I'm saying with, with the judge, like, you peek along, like, or you're in a scenario where, like, oh, they hit the other side, I gotta, like, I gotta cross through spawn, and you're running through spawn and someone swings CT. Yeah, how many times the price is the op <laughs> than the judge? Yeah. Yeah, also, one of those two is worth just saving into the next round. Yeah, one of them's a fucking half buy. But, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't consider the judge on it. Like, that is not half buy money. The judge is too expensive to be half buy money. No, it, it is half buy money when, like, you know, half your team can't afford anything. You can afford that to buy next round, but if you were to buy full, you can't afford next round. Like, that happens consistently. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, buy rifle light or buy rifle glass cannon. Well, the difference is then you're you're hoping to turn the tide because the rest of your team doesn't have um a very good buy, or like there are multiple members on your team that like have basically no buy, mm-hmm. possibly full saving, right? And so you're trying to play something ratty and get a few picks to really turn the tide in this round. Whereas if you have a vandal light, um, then you're going up against people who have full buys yeah mm-hmm. um not a guaranteed scenario where you're turning the tide around whereas a judge if you're gambling and you get the the couple of picks then that can turn the tide yeah but i tap heads with the vandal ergo it does turn the tide who needs armor when they don't have the chance to shoot you because you head tapped them? that's a terrible mindset <laughs> um you would you wouldn't have been in the scenario in the first place if that were the case Um, okay but also uh something that we don't do which like is very hard to do in like a duo queue or or something like that but like when we are like five stacked or three stacked or whatever on save rounds like that or like quote-unquote half buys is like we probably should raid boss someone It's probably worth considering. Like, yeah. All right, like I'll like I'll buy you I'll buy you the Stinger or the Spectre or whatever gun I can afford with my money, right? And it'd probably be Chase in this context because he's playing Phoenix. But it's like I buy you the gun, you buy yourself armor plus util, you go get us some picks, and then hopefully we also get guns. Instead of it just being like, ah, well, we all got sheriffs or like none of us have fucking shields or anything like that. I mean, I think they're just two different strategies of being like one person go kill or spreading out the firepower to hopefully, you know, get good utility or or good value around the map. Right. I, I'm just thinking along yeah. the lines because, like, you're way more likely to just five-man push something on a save anyway. And it's like, we might as well have... Okay, maybe not the tip of the spear. That might not be the best person to have or to raid boss, but, like... You know, maybe like a second man in kind of situation. Like, like optimally, what Arena is fucking perfect at, right? Is some other duelist entries. The Reina follow, or like maybe leers your other duelist in and then follows them up as second person in, right? And you raid boss that Reina. And like, obviously, this is perfect scenario for this, but like. 
like if we were going to do this, like we could buy Chase the most expensive gun we can afford for him. He buys full shields plus a couple flashes, and then somebody just sacrificial lambs themselves into sight. I don't like this pressure. <laughs> it's too much. But I'm okay with it. Yeah, you want to buy me a gun, sure. But like I'm saying, yeah. is that not is that not better than a bunch of us just having like, you know, maybe a frenzy or a sheriff here and there? Well, possibly this depends on if you can afford it, right? Who can afford that mm-hmm. that specter, that bulldog, whatever it is that you're raid bossing me with? Can somebody afford that? And most of the time, well, they fucking want it for themselves then if they can afford it. Yeah, which is why I'm saying it works way better when you're stacked. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right? I'm not, I'm not going to ask the, the random, uh, like, I don't know, jet on my team, hey, like, you know, Red I think you should, you should <laughs> buy me the yeah. gun this round, yeah. and you right. lose your money, you take the classic. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. If I'm 30 and 5, I'll ask for it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, though, it'll probably be given to you if you're 30 and 5 regardless. (laughs) Oh, I didn't ask for this. No, you need that. Yeah, Yeah. you take that this round. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I don't know. I I just think there's a bit more potential there. And, like, because I've talked about this before on, um, on pistol rounds, raid bossing someone, right? Get them light shields and frenzy. Right? Like, they, they can buy the light shields, you drop them a frenzy, and, like, especially now that I'm playing Cypher. Hey, like, I'm happy to do that. In the, in our next game, if you want to yeah. buy me a frenzy on Pistol Round, I'm yeah. fucking very happy with that. Because like, then I can, I can go, like, flash wall frenzy light shields. That's fucked. That's, yeah, it's yeah. pretty nice. Yeah. That's <laughs> a pretty good loadout right there. Yeah. Basically, uh, like, whereas in Sova, like, I'd be happy to give up drone on Pistol Round. I don't buy the drone Pistol Round. I, I know Chase ints on Pistol Rounds of Sova, but, like... <laughs> You know, the pistol round is, like, probably my, one of my most successful rounds. <laughs> Guys getting yeah, called out hard. That's because other people suck with pistols, and Chase is just, like... Yeah, it's because I'm just kind of good with a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, I found that, like, especially on... Basically, I just fucking hate the ghost. I feel like I am better off with a classic in my hands than I am with a ghost. 90% of the time. And then every once in a while, I end up with a ghost, and I get a fucking 4K, and I'm like, holy fucking shit, why don't I buy the ghost all the time? And then the next round, I buy the ghost, and I find out why I don't fucking do it all the time. (laughs) You remember Um, very quickly. Yes. It it is a quick snap back to reality. But basically, I... There was gravity. Yeah, I was about to say it. <laughs> so close. <laughs> Chase and I are on the same page. Yeah. That's what you usually are with these things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, what my classic, or what, what my pistol round by a cypher ends up being is usually um, I go trip, cage, cage, light shields. Yeah. But I could forget all the light shields and just buy someone else a frenzy. That's a cheap kit, eh? It is. That's yeah, cages, nice. cages are hundred. Traps one fifty. It's pretty good. It's much, not. It's yeah. not coming coming from jet slash chamber. It's not crazy cheap because it really hurts when you don't have full util. 
Yeah. Whereas on Jet Chamber, if I have an updraft and a smoke, it's okay. Uh, or like specifically Chamber. I need 150 to buy my fucking trap. Yeah. Actually, what's it now? 250? Fuck, that got nerfed too. Um, I needed 150 to buy my trap. And if I don't have headhunter bullets, I don't have headhunter bullets. But yeah, like I, I think Cypher has like the most, or at least from my understanding of it, like out of the agents that I've played, it's the most punishing econ wise. I mean, yeah, you just should prioritize utility. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. I'd rather have Vandal full shields. <laughs> yeah, Cass. If you ever want to feel the real the real pain of an expensive kit, you should try playing Sage, especially on a map like Split, where on defense you use your wall and both slows within, uh, you know, the first fifteen seconds of the round, and then you're immediately out. Like, what is that? Seven hundred credits. <laughs> regardless of what happens yeah. in the round Jesus it's Christ. rough yeah you could use your wall reactively you know I, I was exaggerating i find that it's actually a really bad idea to just stupidly wall mid every single mm-hmm. round on split you want to get a sense for how things are going uh, if they're not pushing yeah. it then don't waste the wall on that but like oftentimes you end up dumping your utility uh and then have to rebuy and it's expensive no, oh, I I found out that I was able to bait in the on this um, icebox game. I found I was able to bait a sage into walling tube every round, just by dropping a cipher cage in mid. Interesting, huh? Yeah, because right. it it fades the cross, right? You could, yeah, that yeah. Was enough because for her to be it, like, oh god. Well, no, it was just like, oh, they're like, oh, presence mid, wall off tube, right? Which was like. Yeah, there are a couple. T- there are a couple rounds where it's like, eh, you know what? Maybe I would have liked to have worked up too. But like, first of all, I'm trading 150 credits for 400. I'll take that deal. Um, and number two, I think the number of sages that don't save their wall for retakes is insane. Interesting. I mean, it can be really good on retakes, specifically in pistol, but, like, oftentimes against a full buy, it's, like, kind of mediocre on retake. Yeah. Depending on, like, I know, I noticed that especially on Icebox when people plant for, like, belt, right? Yeah. And you get down, and maybe they're, like, two attackers left, one of them's belt, one of them's, like, closer up, like... Maybe someone's playing with an op from belt. Like you drop. Like I've had times where Sage just drop that wall on me when I'm holding you're plant with, with yeah. an op, and like I'm fucked. Like I I, I can't get through that. Um. Yeah, you gotta like try sure. to jump on top of it with your classic out and like mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's like there, yeah. there's a number of scenarios where it's like, or more importantly, like you press the issue, right? Like you wall off, you wall off spike, and you tap it. Like, people need to spam that wall down. So it gives you information on where they are. Like, it it, for, it, it forces them to reveal their positions unless they're just gonna, you know, I guess just call your bluff. But, like, you could also just be sticking behind that because your wall's still up, and until they break your wall, you don't really have a good reason to not stick it. 
it's just pretty easy to break in most post plant scenarios where where yeah. defenders have line of sight to their post plant, right? Like unless it's being held by an op, like you said. Mm-hmm. Like if people are holding it, especially if there's multiple people, people holding it with rifles, like the section of the wall covering spike is just going to be spammed down before it fortifies. Yeah, but there's like I don't know. There are often times where it's like because people are playing different angles in the post plant, it's not just one section of wall you need to break. Like, it could be, like, three sections of wall based on where people are holding from. Like, sure, is it possible Probably max to spam it down? But yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, is it possible for people to just spam that down and maybe you didn't get a ton of value out of that? Possibly. But, like, you're you're always trading that information for knowing where they're holding from. And it forces them to reveal their hand. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it can yeah. be good, but I'm saying, like, I don't think that it is required to save for a post plant or, like, you know, I don't know, incredibly good or much better than using it to block off a line to site or something earlier in the round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think that this episode's lasted longer than I would in 69, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was slick. Yeah. yeah. Unless we have any more any more to say. Oh, there's I, I did think of one small thing that I could bring up, which That is the class passing right there. Yeah, but like I'm also fine with not covering that. I don't know, whatever you guys are feeling. I'm good I'm good either way. I'm along for the ride. Right, let, let, let's wrap it up and see if we can uh can hop a game quick before I gotta All go right. upstairs. Sounds good. Well, Chase, you want to lead us out of here? Yeah, we'll drink with you later.